You're listening to a VC short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. They are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. This episode is an alumni spotlight. They're recorded on location instead of in a studio, so you might hear some background noises. We believe these testimonies are so encouraging that they're worth it, and we trust you will too. Well, Pastor, I'm so happy you're here with us today, and it's always a delight when I meet new uh, alumni, alumni I haven't met before, I should say. Do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yes, I'm so thank you, Vice Chancellor of African Bible University. I'm so happy and delighted to see you too. And it's a privilege for me to uh, to, to meet you and to have the show with you. Uh, I am Hamula from South Sudan. Um, I am a pastor, pastoring a South Sudanese community in Uganda. Yeah, and I am alumni of African Bible University 2015. Uh, thank you so much. I'm so glad that yeah. you're here. Yeah. And uh, I know the people would love to hear a little bit about your, your background. If you have a couple minutes, you have a a very different background than, than a lot of the testimonies they've heard so far. And it really starts even with your name. So you introduce yourself as Pastor Mula or Mula, but you have another name as well that's meaningful. That's right. Yeah. You know, my mom was my married as a second wife in Ploglomi marriage uh, in South Sudan. But when he had a lot of several wars, fightings, problems with the family, with the husband. She almost lost her life, and she left the husband, and she gave back to me, and she called me, finished. That all my all her problem is finished. Yeah, that's the first name. They call me finished. Well, so there's a bit yeah. of hope even in that hard circumstances, and she wanted to encapsulate that in your name. She wanted to put it in your name. That's right. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so as you're kind of going through your life, you come from South Sudan, but you've spent a lot of your life uh, somewhere else. I actually was born in Juba, South Sudan, but because of war, due to wars and problems and conflicts, uh, I moved to Khartoum, Sudan, where I studied my primary schools, where I finished from there, and then um, I enrolled in some kind of job. Uh, and I did a lot of work as a child labor, from child labor up to, to pay my school fees and other things. And then from there, I moved to Egypt to study my secondary school. Uh, that is how I spent times in Khartoum, and I spent 10 years, more than 10 years in Egypt, evangelizing and preaching the Word of God. Yeah. So already, we're just in the early part of your life, born in one country, you're studying as a child and working to try to pay for your own school fees. If you can imagine, uh, if our listeners, uh, some of you know for sure, but many of you haven't experienced your own child having to work to afford their own school fees now we've found you in Egypt and you're beginning to evangelize. But you're a Christian and you're in Egypt and Egypt is a Muslim country. Yes. Yeah, Egypt is a Muslim country, but there, there's about 10% of uh, Egypt's population, is, I think is about 100, maybe 20 by now, million, but about 10% of that population, they are Christians. And most of them are Orthodox Christians, but there's a few evangelical and reform uh, church, which uh, we begin to fellowship it. We began to fellowship with the, the church and as the South Sudanese who went there as the refugees and as the students. By the time came, 
the, uh, the, the, the Egyptian church, the Presbyterian church, uh, sat down and said, South Sudanese are many here. Why don't we open for them a place of fellowship? Why don't we encourage the brothers who are with us to evangelize these people? So we were called and we were um, uh, addressed about how we can reach uh, South Sudanese. So in that time, uh, when we start reaching South Sudanese later, we were selected and we were ordained or prayed for to be an elders and to be able to reach uh, the, out the gospel of Jesus Christ and to be able to build a fellowship for South Sudanese. So since then, we began to have that fellowship in Egypt among South Sudanese. So they're among people of a like heritage with yourself or at least the same country. Uh, South Sudan is quite diverse as far as tribes go, but you're coming from the same nation. Uh, you have the same Christ. And there you are worshiping. Even in Egypt, you're worshiping together. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's not without troubles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is not without troubles because we were gathered together as a South Sudanese there. But because South Sudanese uh, were going from the colonization of Arabs and they were not happy with what is happening. And then they were in one heart and they were in one mind to pray for God to bring for them peace in their country so that they can go back to their country and live in freely. Although uh, in later years of our ministry, we, we encounter with the problems because uh, preachings of, uh, we were preaching to South Sudanese, but again, we also preached to Egyptians, Muslims. And then that time when Muslims began to come to faith and Muslim began to change to Christianity. This is the time when uh, persecution begins and most of us were deported and other of us were killed. And I remember one of my best friends, uh, I, I call him as a mentor, I call him as a father or friend who knows the word of God and who is uh, very reformed and very strong in the word of God. He's called Dave Presky for Mahdi Community Church where actually uh, he was murdered after I came to Uganda, I was also labeled as preaching to Islam and preaching, uh, visiting Islam and preaching to them and turning them to be Christianity. So Muslim wanted to kill me by themselves without the law. But then government intervened and I was deported from Egypt. And my brother, Pastor Dave, helped me to escape and to come to Uganda. So where you had... Uh uh, limited freedom to preach Christianity in Egypt. You've come to Uganda and you have freedom now to preach Christ without fear of the same type of persecution. But the same thing didn't happen for Pastor Dave, unfortunately. As you just said, he, he was ultimately martyred for his Christian witness there. I know that's a burden that you carry with you. That's right. That's right. I really actually missed him. Yes. Um, there were uh, persecutions in Egypt and there were really problems for Christianity. You're not allowed to raise mic. You're not allowed to your speakers to be loud. You're not allowed to your music to be loud. You're not allowed to worship, uh, speak, and microphone. And then there's a lot of persecutions for Christians who are in Egypt. And when I come to Uganda, I heard that Ugandans are 100% Christian. So when they ask me now, since the Egypt want to deport you because you're preaching to Islam, where do you want to go? I heard about Uganda as a Christian country and is the marvelous and churches growth so fast. And then I say, okay, let me come to Uganda and be able to participate in the blessings of God. But when I came to Uganda here, I found people, churches are prosperity, churches full of uh, 
you know churches are not uh, biblically uh, founded but there's a few churches in Uganda which are reform and which is biblically and uh, the church and the freedom of worship and the freedom of Christianity I enjoyed so much in Uganda more than the one in Egypt and I thank God for that although my friend Dave was not got that chance he was killed immediately I miss him so much I always think about him but I thank God that God have used him to bring many uh, Muslims to Jesus. And and the Lord connected you back to uh, education and, and specifically to ABU along that pathway as well. Yes. Actually, when I was in Egypt, when I was in all these problems, I had a friend from America called Brian Kane. Robert Brian Kane was a lovely friend of mine who helped me, who hired me in his house, who took me in when I was going through that insecurity problems because of preaching. And he later when he learned that I'm in Uganda, he tried to join me to Westminster Theological College to study. And he wanted to make sure that my theology is reformed because he's afraid that I might, you know, go other way around. So he sent me to study in West, uh, Westminster Theological College. So I finished there with advanced uh, diploma, which is the equivalent of a degree. But I thought it's not enough. I wanted to understand more about the, 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 the Bible and Christology and the deity of Jesus Christ and all about the church history and things. So I, again, uh, through Brother Shimki, there's a missionary called Brother Shimki, used to visit us at uh, Westminster sometime in chapel time, preach the gospel for us. So we developed friendship and fellowship with him. And uh, when I talked to him, I said, I finished from Westminster, but I think I am still want to do more with the area of education, theology, Christian uh, field, because I, wa I don't want to deceive people when I'm leading the people. So he joined me to ABU, and uh, Dr. Reverend Hawk was vice chancellor by then, temporarily, and then um, with him, uh, Simki, I happened to study, and ABU facilitate my sponsorship for the studies, and I'm so grateful and thankful for the knowledge I got from African Bible University. Uh, we're grateful for you as well because your your ministry didn't stop there. Of course, you're working in a uh, a church. You're leading a church just around the corner from us. We're here in Laboa, and you're you're ministering in Zana. And a lot of the people in the church. It's not an exclusive church at all, but it just works out that a lot of people in the church uh, also are South Sudanese from all different tribes. And when you and I were talking about that earlier, it was just so obvious to me that your 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 church is making a picture of uh, the unity we can have in Christ Jesus, because one of the challenges in South Sudan is is a tribal challenge. I think we can That's say right. that. Yeah, yeah. And But in your church, you see, the tribe doesn't matter. It's, it's Christ that matters. That's right. The unity you find is in Christ Jesus, and to That's me, right. that's beautiful. That's right. Yeah, in our, in our ministry as Zana here, actually, we focus upon Christ-centered message, not only Christ-centered message, but Christ as our Lord and King. Uh, which is all the glory and all, all all the prestige and honor and glory to be given to him. So we gather from all tribes, from all languages and tongues of South Sudan. Actually, I used to have Rwandese. I used to have um, some Ugandians, yeah, people who play for us music and other people. Most of them are Ugandians and those who are, work with us. We have Rwandese and Kenyans. I was privileged to work with them. And sometimes, time to time, missionaries pop up from different nations. We used to have a uh, reverend from missionary uh, Lee from South Korea. He was also part of our team. And we used to have a lot of people. But is this all interdenomination and also it is all tribes and different uh, people who love Jesus and who stand uh, for Jesus. 
Yeah, this is what we do. And you help out with the ministry here at Radio ABC 993 FM as well. Yeah, I've been here actually from 2006 preaching the gospel and good news uh, of the kingdom of God, Jesus Christ to people since 2006 when we form a body of pastors uh, from different denominations to work together as a net to be able to get our South Sudanese uh, to pray for our nation. Sudan by then, and then later South Sudan, we were praying from different regions. And then we selected what think what to do. We pray for God to open a way how we can be able to reach uh, South Sudanese here. So one of our prayers, which God answered, God answered through uh, African Bible University, which is a ABC radio. God has opened for us the radio. We, in the way, there were students who are studying here, pastors who are part of our group. And they came and talked to the admin, and uh, this is the way God worked. And God brought us right here in ABU to share the gospel for South Sudanese. In South Sudanese and people who are listening to Arabic, whether they're Christian or not, but we're sending the good news every week since then. Praise the Lord. Yeah, and, amen. And, and, you're, and, and you're a blessing to us as well. Mm-hmm. Some of our listeners know, but many may not that we we broadcast in four languages from the radio station. Mm-hmm, yeah. We broadcast, of course, in English. My listeners have <laughs> you hear this in English, of course. Uh, we also have Luganda, which is the, the language of, of central uh, Uganda and was one of the major language strains here. Uh, also Kiswahili, which there's a number of people from the surrounding East African community who speak Kiswahili and parts of Uganda also speak Kiswahili as a second language as well. Mm-hmm. And then you also broadcast in Arabic, and that's because we have so many Arabic speakers who come from a number of places but uh, that are in this community. Yeah, we have a lot of Arabic-speaking people here. Actually, in Uganda, we have like 20 20 tribes from South Sudan shared with Uganda. We have Kukus, Kakuas, and we have uh, Acholis, and we have Languis, and we have uh, many of the tribes who are actually South Sudanese. When they're in South Sudan and when they're here and they're Ugandans, simply because the British divided them up, but divided the nations to uh, divided the nation into two. So uh, other people were brought here because of uh, uh, army for British to fight the British war, First World War, Second World War, and they remain here. And others were these are Nubians who were brought from Khartoum, from the part of uh, northern Uganda, northern Sudan, and others from South Sudan. And all of them who were working in the sugar plantation for British and who are working for army of British remain here in Uganda. And most of them now, uh, uh, Nubians are called Ar- 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 Arabics. They're speaking, they're Muslims now. And we have Bakukus who are officially given land in Uganda to be a permanent citizens of Uganda. Also, they're from South Sudan. So we have Muslim community. We have Bakukus. We have this 20 shared tribe between Uganda and South Sudan. All of them are speaking Arabic. So when we speak here, we speak for almost half of uh, Ugandans uh, as far as the radio can reach. Now, as the frequency can reach, can get people who listen to Arabic. That broadens our ability to reach more people with the gospel, to bring them good biblical teaching, which you do for us, and just such a blessing for us. I'm having a great time talking with you. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about what your future plans are, what comes next, what are are some things you want to be working on? Actually, I wanted to work on um, my master's. I wanted to, I applied in one of the universities called Liberty University in the United States, and I applied to some uh, uh, some university here, and I wanted to study the master's so that I can be able to be a uh, channel to expand the God's kingdom by teaching in the um, universities, uh, theological universities, colleges, and schools where I can be able to expand Jesus Christ to all the world. And I can be able to share 
the students who I teach, they can be able to go and reach and reach and the, the list and is and the list is endless. The teaching opens the doors of of a lot of uh, perspective of next generation to come to faith. And as uh, I pastor the church, I also want to be able to share people with the knowledge that I get. There's a lot of uh, uh, um, you know, there's a lot of occults in Christianity, and there's a lot of things which are not understood, which I wanted to help the Christian body, our Christ body around the world, uh, churches, different denominations to understand uh, the reform uh, perspectives and also the biblical knowledge of how we can be able to uh, bring uh, generation after generation without churches fed away from the truth and without believers going away from the truth. So I wanted to do that. I wanted to teach. I wanted to help. I wanted to preach. I wanted to share. Uh, if possible, I can write small, small journals, small, small, uh, you know, books about different topics. Yeah. You, you just wanted to be a, a tool and to be better equipped to be a more effective tool. That's beautiful. That's right. Uh, well, uh, what can people pray for for you uh, as we're closing out? What kind of things could people pray for for you? Actually, I need wisdom. This is what I need so much, and I need uh, uh, the understanding, and I need the, uh, the knowledge, and I need the Holy Ghost, which I need it always to be in me, and I need God to always live in me, not to leave me. And I always want God to use me in the ministry, which if I preach, may God people listen, and may, may, may people receive Christ, if, 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 may people uh, give their life to Jesus. If I pray for a sick person or someone, may God hear my prayer. So I want you to help me pray for me so that God can use me more in the ministry to be a blessing to people, to be able to serve God faithfully and not to give up. Because there's a lot of challenges which I'm facing, but you pray that God always be with me, God's power always uh, live in me. And I think when I have God, then there will be nothing that I, I might need of. When Once I have God fully, I, yeah, I have God now, but I need more of God so that I can be able to uh, do what I'm supposed to do efficiently and powerfully and well uh, and in, in, in the perspective of God's knowledge. It's been so good talking with you, Pastor, and I know it's been a blessing to our listeners and well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Vice Chancellor. You've been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC 993-FM on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at vchourofficial at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as vchourofficial. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your hearts.